Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, what's up? My name is Nick Russo. And I'm Aaron Austin. And today on Country Not Country, we're talking about... Uh, Astros, 10-man jam, and, well, uh, how about a giant age difference between... Christy Brinkley's ex-husband and his new fiance. Yes, he is 60 and she's 21. Yeah. And we imagine there are some hurdles in that sort of age difference. So we're going to talk about that, plus some other things. Feel free to join us. All right, so we're going to start this off. Um, Our second official podcast on Radio.com. By the way, we're now also on iTunes and all the other ones that there are. What? Yeah, we're officially lit. We are official. Yep. I like it. It only took us like 12 weeks, but we're here. Yes. So um, I feel like I've arrived. I'm just kidding. We I have don't. arrived. Um, <laughs> well, the you know what didn't arrive was a World Series trophy. Oh God, that was so depressing. I I don't know. I feel like I mean I'm already on meds. Let's be honest, but I felt like all of the city of Houston needed to be on medication in the last week. Yeah, I was at the game and it was tense. Um, now I, I guess I'll just be completely honest. In the back of my mind, I thought we were going to lose the whole time. Did you really? Yeah. Um, you know what's funny. I feel like everybody kind of thought that. I agree. And, and it's, and I think maybe because we lost the two, uh, the two first games at home, and even though we won the three, and we're like, oh, maybe we can pull this out, but we just need one more. And then we lost that one. I was like, yeah. Then Verlander loses game six, and you're like, man, Verlander couldn't win it for us, you know? Yeah. And, and and it was, I noticed like game three, like after game two, we lost those first two games at home. I don't know if you noticed, but. It was like the Astros vibe went away, at least in our building. Like, game three, nobody was wearing Astros gear. No one was even talking about game three. It's like they all kind of gave up. Um, I think it's because so many people were worried about jinxing them. Like, I will say this. Our boss stopped wearing orange and anything Astros because every time he wore it on a game day during the last series, he thought that they lost. So he stopped wearing it. But then again, he wore a green shirt yesterday, and they still lost. You know, the irony about this whole thing is, to me, is that I'm often uh, labeled the conspiracy theorist, but this time around, everyone's jinx beliefs weren't the conspiracy theorist. I don't believe it. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I don't believe in a stupid jinx. Like, it's just not that, like, we're not that powerful of humans. Like, we're not that powerful of beings. But you're also the person that says, if you put it out there in the universe, it could happen. Agreed, but that's not a jinx. That's just the way it is. But everybody's putting it out there in the universe. I was putting it out in the universe that we were going to have a World Series parade. I know, and it didn't happen. Yeah, you know the... the And you know who really jinxed us? Kate Upton. You know why? Why? What'd she say? Because when we won the World Series two years ago, he Justin Verlander and Kate Upton got married. He missed the World Series parade, and they got married in Italy, and she said, oh, don't worry, he'll be back next year. Like, do you feel bad that he's missing the parade? And she said, no, he'll be back next year. And they weren't. And then they give to the World Series, and they still lose. Yeah, you know, uh, Chief Art Acevedo was on TV talking about the parade also last night. And how it was going to be a longer parade than the year, before, you know, from 2017s because they wanted more people to come. Like, they, like the 
by all intents and purposes, we should have won. We were we were the favorite, you know. Yeah. Um, but we're still the favorite for next year. You no, know that, no, right? not, the, not according to ESPN. I saw Sports Center posted that uh, according the to Dodgers Caesar's were. Palace, we're oh. still the favorite. Well, for next year, it goes. Uh, we're four to one. It's LA five to one, and the Yankees five to one. Wow, Washington Nationals didn't even get any love. No, because they were a good team. No, they're a really good team. But, oh, I mean, I, I don't know what the guy that's from Houston. Yeah, that plays on the Yeah. Did you hear his post game interview? Uh, didn't he say something like it would only have been better if I was on the hometown team, or or if it was a hometown team win, or uh, something? Oh, I, 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 I didn't catch that part. All I could catch was how much he sounded like he is from here. Like, oh. his voice, 100%. That man's from Richmond, Texas. There is no doubt. Like, oh, he, really? he sounded like every person I went to school with in my life. Like, I heard him talk. I was like, oh, my gosh. This guy is 100% Texan. Like, yeah. He, he Well, he did say that it would have been better if it was, like, if I was on the hometown team or something like that. And, and I was like, you know, hmm, and, I don't know when your contract's up, but you do swing a pretty good bet. And, and hats off to him. You know, I, I, that had to be awesome for his family, you know, like, to be there cheering them on. I can, I can imagine the bittersweetness, you know, but mm-hmm. that's that, I couldn't get over how big of a moment that must have been for him, like to be from, you know, Richmond, Texas, went to Lamar High School, I think, and then uh, Rice University, and, you know, now he's playing in Minute Maid Park for the maybe, World Series. And maybe wins. Rice University jinxed us when they put up that billboard. Maybe. Yeah. Because it was for him, right? Yeah. It was like, good luck, welcome home. Oh, you're right. Yeah. What, what in the world are they thinking, too? Put a good luck billboard for... Yeah. I, I'm, we're passing the buck now. It's yeah. not our fault. Or our <laughs> it's not, fault. yeah. It's not because we didn't wear orange. I feel like everybody jinxed it. Yeah, I, and I tried. Just, I will say, I felt like a lot of people just felt different this time around. For some reason, it just didn't feel like we could really pull it off. Well, I don't in, know in why. the last World Series, we won on the road. Oh, yeah. Which I noticed the major difference because so I live right by Lucky's. And two, so two years ago, the crowd was massive, but it was an away game. Yeah. So the crowd was about five or tenfold this time around. Like, the streets right in front of my apartment were blocked. I had to show the police my ID so they would let me go down the blocked streets to go park in my garage. Um, I'd never seen preparation like that. Um, And then, unfortunately, we lost. But also, even if we had won, do you think people were going to be partying in the streets with that rain last night? Freezing Mm. cold rain? We couldn't have been. Like, the whole city would have had pneumonia. (laughs) That's probably true. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it just feel it just felt different. But I was really hoping that they would come through and I would be pleasantly surprised. And, and I'm glad I took the opportunity to go to bucket list stuff. Yeah. Well, for sure. I went uh, to game five in uh, the last the last time we were in the World Series. I want to say that was the the game where it went extra innings. It yeah, was it was like, like the magnificent game. Like, yeah. One of the greatest games ever. It was like almost it was. To the date last year. Yeah. Or yesterday, excuse me. That's was, that's a game I went to, and let me just tell you, I, get, I mean, that was did a— Did you buy your own ticket? I did, but I went with some guy friends, and they. I was like, oh, I'll spend $350, right? And the guy I went with, he was like, no, I want to sit in good seats. And I'm like, well, that's my budget. So I, we agreed if I went to the game and he got those tickets that he had to pay the extra. So Yeah, I, I, I paid around 500 bucks. I probably owe him a drink or something. Yeah, I paid around five hundred bucks, and I was uh, like, I mean, it was, I know it was expensive. It was a, a large expenditure, but I, I, I did it for myself. And again, my whole thing was I paid that electric bill for like five to seven hundred dollars for like five months. So I was going to spend some money on me. Yeah, and and you know what? I mean, again, bucket list, once in a lifetime thing, maybe. But yeah, do it while you can. That's right, and and I loved it, you know. And I still love the Astros. I was a little sad, but hey, I slept good last night. The storm helped out. Mm, the cold weather 
felt nice. Yeah. Woke up in my house was 59 degrees. That's super cold. Super cold. Yeah. I was, well, I'm not going to lie, but uh, this morning when I went to the bathroom, I was sitting on the toilet and um, that's too much information, but I will say I played on my phone for a hot second. I looked down and my feet were purple. So yeah. That's intense. Yeah. There's (laughs) blood loss there. Was that too much information? You're like, Uh, I see Aaron in a whole new light now. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean, it is what it is, Aaron. Um, I turned on my heater last night because I saw it coming because I walked home in the cold rain and then like the monsoon started as i walked into my apartment i could hear the wind and the rain on my windows i was like oh i'm glad i'm inside because it's uh awfully cold so uh yeah astros came up short i guess better now we got to put all or better luck next year but we got to put all of our chips behind the texans now right Mm, and the rockets yeah i mean the season's just starting they scored 159 points in regulation last night what wait what what yeah they scored 159 points it was 159 to 158 and um, Harden Holy had 59 crap. points. 159 points. In regulation. What is the, I would like to know what the biggest or the biggest scoring game in basketball has ever been. Because yeah, that's got to be up there. You know who we played last night? No. The Washington team. Oh, geez, really? Yeah. Oh. In Washington. Ain't nobody watching that game. No. Yeah, no. I bet I there was probably nobody in the stands. Well, I'm sure people were in the stands, but they because it was an away game, so they probably still went to watch. But I thought it was the irony that we would yeah, pl- end up playing Washington the same night. And the schedules were made long in advance, you know. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. So what's next on our agenda here? Okay, well, I mean, we made a big announcement this week. We have uh, 10-Man Jam mm, coming. My favorite time of year. And uh, Should we I, do the whole lineup for yeah, let's Go ahead, Aaron. Let, okay, so we got Eli Young Band, Dylan Scott, Matt Stell, Riley Green, Ryan Hurd, Carly Pierce, Ashley McBride, Lee Bryce, Scotty McCreary, and Kane Brown. That's incredible. Um, I think I'm I'm most excited to see again Kane Brown because I felt like um, when he was in Kima, I had a really cool opportunity. I got to hang out in like the hotel room before the show with him and his band and stuff, and um, got to kind of hear his story from the ground up. And there was a lot of stuff that I hadn't really heard from him before. And then to see his giant performance at Rodeo, to have him back, like I'm really excited to kind of get to talk to him on the the flip side of that incredible skyrocket of fame he saw after Kima. I mean, Kima was kind of, he was already big, but he's gotten even bigger since then. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, that, uh, what, the same year he played our show for free in Kima, and it was nuts. Had to shut and down then, the island. Then he ended up playing Rodeo. 15th within, largest of all time. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy. And now he's a dad and. I'd like to know if he's going to, you know, if he's a little tired when it comes to Tim Man Jam. Oh, I'm sure he will be. Well, I, I, and usually Tim Man Jam's when they're winding down, they're, they're you know, yeah, other stuff. Yeah, they're on a, kind of like a break. And then January they kick back in. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley McBride, too. I, I've been spending a lot of time with her music the last couple of days, um, mm-hmm. listening to some of the stuff. Um, I want to get to know her a little bit better through her music. Um, she's got a really interesting story. I really love the underdog tale. The, it, it seems like a lot of people in her life have told her she wouldn't get where she's at. Oh, okay. Well, I do know, I I, I will say I like her new song, One Night Standards, because it is, I mean, let's be honest, that yeah. is straight up real talk right there. Yeah, but that's grown people talk. <laughs> that is like, grown people talk. Like you gotta and be that's through, why you, this concert is 21 and up, my friends. And, and you you have to go through some stuff to understand what she's saying. And I'm not saying you have to have had a one night stand, but you've had to have gone through kind of a, um, a, one of those relationships where you gave everything to it and you kind of got crapped out on the other end. So you're kind of tired of giving it all and you just want someone to hold you or you just want to hold somebody mm-hmm. like, and you can't quite understand that side of relationships until you've been through the other side. 
Uh, yeah, I I will say that's that's yeah. I guess it's probably true. I think of um, I think a lot of people. This may be me projecting, but you kind of get tired of getting crapped on in relationships, and so after a while, you're like. Well, maybe it's better if I don't have feelings because then I can't get hurt. So, or use compartmentalize the yeah. feelings. And Which I'm not really good at compartmentalizing, but oh, I'm great at it. Are you? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's one of my favorite things to do, actually. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I wear. I put it all out there. If you're bothering me today, I'm going to tell you. Well, that's the problem with compartmentalizing, though. It's like you get nothing, and then when you do get it, you get it all. Oh. Well, it, so it's like it kind of yeah. bottles up, and then it turns into this overflow of feelings. These are all the things I'm thinking. Why didn't you tell me this a long time ago? It's like because I was compartmentalizing it. I might explain some people in my life. There you go. So uh, <laughs> yeah. one of the most anticipated and the most rabid fans was Scotty McCreary. People were coming at me because I forgot to put his name in one of my tweets, and I got like eight tweets of people angry at me because I left his name out. I'm like, look, I make mistakes. My bad. I'm sorry. Jesus. Yeah, God forbid. Yeah, it's like you know he's coming. And the other thing that, that's weird to me about them being so mad is they don't even live in our area, and and so they're, oh. they're unlikely that they're going to come to the show. And so well, yeah, because they'd have to win tickets. And if they did, yeah. then they would have to travel, which, hey, if you're going to do that, so be it. I mean, but God more power knows to you. we've had some listeners that have, will listen online and then... The lady to- from Minnesota or whatever? Remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. Um, she came to see... Um, uh, Tucker Bethard. Tucker Bethard, yeah. And, and he, she follows him to every show, and he said... If, if I don't see Miss Nancy in the front row, we worry what's wrong with her because she's like 80 years old. <laughs> yeah, and, and she's at everything. And there she is in the front row, always just bebopping, I guess. But yeah, God, God bless her. But yeah, those super fans were coming after me. And it's like, and then I felt bad because I didn't mean to leave Scotty McCreary off. Like, I love Scotty well, McCreary. Well, there's 10 people that's, yeah. you know, sometimes going off memories. Nine looks like 10 sometimes. There you go. Um, Riley Green, I saw him with uh, John Party at White Oak, and you know he's a really cool guy. Um, he also has that song that's really sad, so I'm already preparing my emotions. Um, I wish the, Grandpa's didn't die. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I just know that he's nice to look at, and maybe he can perform one of his songs without his shirt on. That would be amazing. I, I hope that he stays clothed. <laughs> clothed. What? Clothed. Yeah. Eh, what else? And then Dylan Scott, um, he's, has he been to Tim and Jam before? I feel like he was there. Uh, we've had him. I'm trying to think. I just can't remember. Did we have him for Ten Man Jam or did we? No, we had him for Kima. Oh, you're right. You're right. He was down in Kima. Mm-hmm. We've done so many shows in the last several years, so they all kind of blend in. Yeah. And then Eli Young Band. They're originally from Tomball. Last time they were at Ten Man, they didn't have the whole group, but they will all be here this time. Awesome. That's good to know. And, and if you want to win tickets, uh, just listen. When you hear us say the, the the number, that's the time to call. That's what I tell people because you're like, when do I call? Like. When you hear me say the phone number on the radio, start calling. And right now we're doing uh, 10-man tickets on the 10, so that's pretty easy to know when to call. There's Absolutely. That. And also ticket stops, um, you go to 10manjam.com to see the list of them. Yep. Um, I don't we know when you're listening some more, to this. So make sure that you're always looking. I know right now it looks a little light than in years past, but I, I have confidence we'll add more and we'll be in your area, wherever that may be. So... Yeah, there so Tin go. Man Jam, December 9th, House of Blues. It's going to be uh, another epic night. It's one of my favorite nights of the year. Um, it's a Monday this year, so Tuesday's going to suck. <laughs> no. Well, unless you take the day off. Yeah, maybe I can Maybe I can convince the boss to give me that day off. Right. But anyways. I'll fight you for it. I was going to say, that, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anybody that could come on the air for us. Um, I, I know. Oh. Okay. Ah, mm. oh, boo. Now, uh, speaking of boo, Christy Brinkley, 
Okay. Wait, no. What's the story? Christy, not Christy so Brinkley. The, this, my friend posted this, and it was, you know, it talked about a little bit online. Uh, Christy Brinkley's former husband, I want to say his name is Peter Cook. He is the father of the girl uh, sailor that was on Dancing with the Stars that took Christy's spot. Uh, she's 21 years old. Her dad, who is 60, just got engaged to a girl that is also 21 years old, who is a college student from apparently New Orleans, although I don't know where she's from. She's got a very interesting name. But, yeah, he is engaged to a 21-year-old. Okay, so I just went to Peter Cook Architect Instagram, Mm -hmm. tagged at Hotel San Antonio, which I think is actually in Greece, judging by the architecture in the background. And let me just say that um, his his wife is beautiful. You mean his fiancée. Fiancée is beautiful. Uh, and, and, uh, and very I, shapely, mm-hmm. um, blonde hair. Yep. And uh, and he doesn't look seventy three. Oh, wait, I mean, how old is he? <laughs> sixty. He doesn't look sixty. Um, look, but can I read you the caption? Oh God, please. Here is to true love. Whiskey glass emoji. Heart, heart, heart. Some of these comments on here are hilarious. I would love to take a peek. Misspelled peak. He took mountain peak instead oh. of look peak. Wow, I would love to take a peek into their lives. Ha ha. Actually, no, I wouldn't. Yours is much more exciting. Heart whiskey glass, heart whiskey glass. That's the caption? That's the caption. On the picture of him and his fiance? Oh, wait, never mind. Sorry, I was, re- I was reading. A- <laughs> <laughs> what were you reading? <laughs> that was somebody's comment. Uh, I didn't scroll up far enough. Sorry. Oh. Sorry, Peter Cook. I take it back. So Peter Cook's um, caption is, she said yes, champagne emoji, champagne glasses emoji, heart emoji. I love her, and that's the beginning and the end of everything. F. Scott Fitzgerald, heart, heart, heart emojis. Mm. So if people don't know the backstory on Peter Cook, he was married to Christy Brinkley. They have two children together, one uh, son that's 24, Sailor, the girl that was on Dancing with the Stars, that's 21 and the same age as his fiance. Uh he and Christy Brinkley got divorced because he started cheating on her with his assistant, who was 19 years old at the time. Uh, apparently, this wasn't his first time doing it, I guess. I don't know if it's that same assistant or a different girl, but apparently he uh, was with another young woman. He proposed to her, and she was like 19 or 20, and she said no, and then shortly thereafter, he got engaged to Christy Brinkley. But this is kind of like his M.O. He likes to go for the young ones, except for Christy well, Brinkley, Well, maybe who's an it's just because woman. psychologically he feels closer to them. I I don't know, but it's just— But, I mean, 40, a 39—I mean, okay, look, I, I'm guilty. I'm, you know, I'm in my you mid-30s. You like younger women. I get it. It's not that they're younger as to why I like them. I just meet them, and they happen to be younger. It, it's not like I'm like, oh, where are the 23-year-olds at? You know what I mean? It's not like that. It just so happens that I meet this girl. I'm attracted well, to and her. And she's- I mean, I'm currently dating a guy that's younger than me, although he's not. He's only five years younger. It's not that big of a deal. But still, I mean, it's... But it- all that to say that, I, like, I think that there's a... He, he's, he, he obviously has a psychological part of his himself where he's like, he feels like he relates to her. Like, and, and I only thing I can think is if you're that rich that you never had to really grow up. Ah, see, you know, you say relates, I think controls. There's a certain, I think, a certain level, oh, how do I phrase this? Sometimes I think men like to just do what's easy. 
you know, and this may be kind of mean of me to say, but they just, they will go for that younger girl because she's more malleable and uh, easy to uh, go along with what you say. I'll, I'll be honest in, in my respect, part of, part of my thought process sometimes when I meet a girl and she is a little bit younger is that she might not be as jaded. Um, and I know that sounds, again, that might sound mean, but I don't mean it to because we're all jaded in our own way. Right. And which is why maybe I'm jaded and that's why I think that. You know what I mean? Um, and so, because women, generally speaking, most of the women my age, my entire life, have never liked me. Like, it's always been girls that were a little bit younger than me or older than me that liked me, that I felt like showed me that they liked me. Huh. That's been my entire life. Because I remember being like a 14-year-old kid and all the, like, the 30 and 40 and 50-year-old women that would come into my mom's store be like, oh, you're going to be such a handsome man someday. All the girls my age wouldn't even look at me. Yeah. And then well, as I got older, so then I'm a senior, all the freshman girls like, oh, Nick, oh, Nick, 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 Nick. That's how it felt. I don't know if that's really what it was, but I felt like they liked me because I was funny or whatever it was, you know, or I was, you know, I was very outspoken. And, well, and girl, for some reason, girls typically like older guys and guys like younger girls. So, I mean, maybe, I mean, I know when I was in high school, I always liked the older guys. I'm like, oh, he's a senior. Uh. But, I mean, and, and, and I, I think it doesn't that, matter now because – we don't have that, but... But I will tell you that when I hang out with uh, some of the girls that are 23 to to that age... <laughs> like, I can't wait to hear what you're going to say. No, I, I realize how old I am. Oh, well... Because from 36 to 23, let me just tell you, the internet is the big ch- challenge because I believe that there's real life and social media life, and those two worlds, while they are the same, they're different. Like, just because I'm on social media um, and you see me this way doesn't necessarily mean that's how I am in real life. Well, I, I think it's a, a lot of things. Definitely social media. I can see that for sure. I also think uh, technology just in general. So, you know, when I was first dating and in high school, back in my day, we didn't have cell phones, right? There wasn't the internet when I was in high school. I know that I'm aging myself a oh. uh, lot, but there wasn't computers. We didn't have online dating. We didn't have apps on a cell phone. If a guy, you, you went on to go on a date with a guy he had to call you on your landline and, and if your uh, dad answered had to ask to talk to you <laughs> yeah and then went through those uh, conversations myself yeah and you had to or you had to meet them in real life or meet them through friends of friends now it's like you can just sit there on your phone and find somebody or in your case i know like you were out with some younger women recently and they were on their phones the entire time yeah and, and they didn't had- think it was rude at all and i understand that but and all that to say that, like, I, you can meet people through social media now. If I find someone's profile and we have eight mutual friends and I think she's attractive and I send her a friend request and she accepts it and I'm like, hey, how do you know my friends? And we start talking and we're attracted to each other, so be it, mm-hmm. right? But that would never have happened prior to the Internet. But at the same time, uh, I guess I don't know where I'm going with that, but I guess it's just – like you're going to back to what you're saying about meeting people. Like it's that easy to kind of meet someone or get into their psyche because it. I, that's the other thing. In prior to the internet, all your dating interactions were done tangibly in real life. Oh yeah. Like I had to look at you. I had to physically call you and talk to you. Now I can like your picture. Now I can leave a comment without ever seeing you. I could leave hundreds of comments behind all your pictures for days and days and weeks and weeks and tell you how beautiful you are, and I still have never even seen you in person. Yeah, I just like with, you know, going back to how we got on this topic, which, again, I sometimes I don't know how we take these twists and turns, but the this Peter Cook with his younger fiancé, how 
How the heck did those two meet? Well, I'm sure it was, uh, it had to be on Instagram. You think so? <laughs> I don't know. I, or I mean, is she like, like what, She's 21. In, what else is she doing right now? Well, she's a college student. Maybe so he's a, we, is he a professor, maybe? Maybe she's no, an architect student? she's a, no. He's an architect, though. Yeah, he's an architect in the Hamptons. How about I typed in Peter Cook net worth, and it gave me Christy Brinkley's net worth. Mm. That's what Google answer was. Sounds like she's a... Uh, so, Peter got $2.1 million from... The divorce? From the divorce. Cook has more than 8,000 followers on his Instagram. The estimated worth of Peter Cook is $20 million. Estimated worth of Christy Brinkley... 80 million. Mm. Maybe she left him. Well, yeah, because he cheated on her oh. with a younger woman. And so he got money out of the out of the I, divorce? I, I don't know. Is how that how that, it works? Hell, well, it wouldn't be the, the case if I got a divorce. And yeah, my man cheats on me. Well, because I ain't paying it, him But crap. isn't that part, like, aren't there, like, like when the, because the divorce is a, is a court thing. And so, like, if you Unless if you cheated or something, well, some people put it in their prenup where they're uh, like, well, if you cheat on me, then I get, I get a, everything a, you own or yeah, something. Oh God, I had one rumor is a girl I went to high school with got married to this guy that was pretty wealthy, and if they had a child, uh, she got a million dollars, and if they ended up getting a divorce uh, for every year that they were married, she got a million dollars or something ridiculous, and I was like, what? I want and in. I yeah. I would date her just well, for the again, perks. Just maybe kidding. maybe. Maybe I'm mad about uh, getting all bent out of shape over Peter Cook and this younger girl because I wish I had a sugar daddy. Maybe maybe that's what it is. I wish I had a sugar daddy to uh, pay me a million dollars just You're for too good for a sugar daddy. You don't need that, Aaron. Well, I know. Yeah, Aaron, I, I don't think you should be a sugar baby. I don't think you need a sugar daddy. That's just my personal <laughs> opinion. I know you're saying I, it in well, jest. I'm also kind of older to be a sugar baby. Unless I found, like, a really older man, then I, I guess it would be okay. So I'm pretty sure it's a fake profile, but I had a lady reach out to me on Twitter asking if I wanted to be her sugar baby, and she just wanted to send me money, and I just had to send her some information. And I was like, it sounds like a good idea, but I'm going to pass. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a really sound interesting like a proposition. I'm sure some people probably fall for it, though. Yeah, but uh, sure. So funny you said about the sugar the sugar daddy thing. Yeah. Um, something that is prevalent among the younger generations is not being afraid to just ask people for money, right? Like, here's my cash app, or here's my Venmo. Will you Venmo me money? And last night a girl asked me, she, she sent me a snap and said, I'm drunk. Will you send me money? And just to humor her, I was like, how much do you want? She said $100. What? She is scandalous. I know, I know. I was like, so I, mean, I didn't, you know I mean? Obviously I didn't do it, but she also sent a picture of her Venmo so I would know who to send it to. Oh, what in the world? I know. Like that, I'm ballsy. sorry. Ball, yeah, real ballsy. Man. And so this morning I woke up and I was I, I I snapped her back and I was like, "Hey, did you get the money?" Like, to, like that you actually sent it. Yeah, to like her? A, or that I sent it to the wrong person. That's, oh. That was the plan. I was gonna be, "Oh man, I must have typed it wrong." I I mean I get it. Everybody wants this like get rich quick thing. I mean I'm guilty of it because asking for money ain't gonna get you rich quick. Well, I know, but they want to do some, or something for nothing. But um, yeah, that's ballsy. I mean, I'm just trying to come up with some way to make money because I... That's why we started this podcast. Well, I know, but I mean... Not really. I don't just know kidding. why we're how we're going to get paid on it, but whatever. Um, I Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to come up with little ideas that I can, in, like, invent something or come up with some products so that I can, you know, hopefully have it catch on. Well, just don't sell yourself. We'll be okay. But... Yeah. <laughs> but the point, the point of this is how different the... Like, sure, in dating, there's this giant age gap, as if the age 
and maturity and knowledge of self wasn't a big enough hurdle. Now you got the social media hurdle too. Mm, you know, yeah. I ran into it recently where I, I thought I was kind of getting to know this girl or dating this girl, but apparently we weren't. We were only talking every day for six weeks and going out on the weekends, but she just wanted to be her friend. Well, then I decided, well, I'm going to unfriend you in social media because that's why I friended her in the first place was to initiate the chance of a relationship. Okay. You know, like I didn't, no offense to her, but I, like, I wasn't just super interested in all the content she was producing, which she doesn't produce very much. You know, like I, she f- had friended me or followed me on one of the, the platforms. So I followed her back and then I initiated conversation. So which, it was like, oh, I'll follow him. You're like, oh, she's kind of cute. All right. I'm single. Let's see. Let's see what's going on here. And so, yeah. you know, and then made it a few a few weeks down. And then I, I realized that, you know, she just wanted me to be her best guy friend. And I'm not really here for that. No offense. You know, like I'll, I'll be her friend. But see, that's where in my life I can be your friend without being your friend on social media. Well, yes, um, although I do think um, that we're, weren't we talking about this the other day, how that kind of does matter. Well, Being I the mean, friend on social media and because I'll I but, know with me when it came to dating uh, guys or guys I was interested in, I never wanted to be the girl that followed a guy first that I liked because then I, I just didn't because you give up power or something. Yeah. So, like, there was one guy in particular, I we followed each other on Instagram, and I think maybe he followed me first, and then uh, I saw him on Facebook, because, you know, it came up like people you may know, and then he That's popped up. That's how it happened up. with this girl. Yeah, and I never asked to be his friend on Facebook, because I didn't want him to think I wanted him that bad. I mean, but, but did you want him that bad? Oh, yeah, I did, but I didn't want him to think it. See, that's because, so stupid. What? No, no, I'm not calling you not. stupid. I'm just saying, like, like that is such, like, I know you're not the only one. And I, I don't mean to say like, yeah. stupid. I'm just saying it's, that is a lot of people's mind state. Like, I don't want to tell this person how much I actually like them because then they're not going to like me, which is, that is so counterintuitive. Like, it just drives me absolutely well, berserk. Why can't I, I be real? clearly right because the guy was a douche. So, okay, there's yeah. that. But. Well, and, and, and that's my thing. It's like, I befriended this girl to shoot my shot. You know, Which, yeah, you have no problem doing that, and and you get shot down sometimes, and all the time, yeah. Aaron, all the time, <laughs> I get shot down all the time. But I mean, you you get shot down, but at, at the same time, you it's like it's I'm like sure I'm bulletproof. It, I go right back yeah, in. Yeah, you, it's like <laughs> you throw out your line and you're fishing, and you catch one every once in a while, and sometimes it doesn't work out. But you line. just keep throwing out that fishing well, line. Well, because I grew up with the 99 percent rule, oh, which is if you ask them all out 99% are going to say no but that one percent you got to get to 100 though to get to that percentage yeah I know know. and and, and, you know and and I've always had this like grandiose idea of love though and like I've always fallen in love fast I've never been able to like every time like I get the crush I'm like oh I'm in love I've had to like temper that in my life like Mm. um wait worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay. Do you fall in love fast or do you fall in infatuation? Maybe it's infatuation, but I'm ready. Like, I'm like, I'm ready to be submerged in it. You know what I mean? 
Like, like. Uh, well, I think that oh, this goes into another topic where <laughs> I think it's it's the 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 act of um, you see that what you see what you want and you want to get it, and most of the time you don't get it. So it like when you. Because usually for you, it doesn't work out that the one you want is Yeah, wants me back, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I get that because, yeah, I know that's how I've been most of my life. I've always, you know, when I like somebody, I really like them and I they don't like me back or not as, or I end up caring more. Yeah, and, and the one who, and I tweeted this the other day, the one who cares the least holds the most power. Oh, yeah. I can tell you who holds the power in my relationship. Well, you know, so I, I did tweet out this poll, though. I said, if you have a crush on someone and you shoot your shot and it misses, are you obligated to keep being their friend on social media? Aaron, what do you think? Yes or no? Are you obligated to keep being their friend on social media? If you're dating or not dating? No, no, no. If you if you have a crush on someone okay. and you shoot your shot and it misses, which means you try to ask them out, for anyone who doesn't know what that means, are you obligated to keep being their friend on social media? No. That's yeah. Eighty three percent said no. And here's my deal. Like in this, I do not want this to come across as egotistical, but this is the best way that I can digest it. I'm on the radio. A girl follows me because maybe she likes the music I play, the artists that I associate with. Okay. Yes. I find her attractive. I follow her back. I shoot my shot. It misses. I have no reason to keep following her. It's it, it doesn't devalue how I value her. I'm not devaluing her. The problem is that we do deem value on social media, which is today's world. Yes. That is where it's at. Yeah. And and you know, and it's like, and that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need another fan or another follower. No offense. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not dating to get followers or getting followers to date. Yeah. Like, that like it, I just I don't shoot my shot at every person that follows me. No, but if I look at your profile and I feel like we have things in common, we have mutual friends. Oh, I just think you're sexy. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not say hello? You know what I mean? Like, what brings you to my page? Yeah, you know, like, um, <laughs> like, are you here for my memes? Are you here for my inspiration? Or are you here to see what I'm doing and talk to me? You know what I mean? But all that to say that, you know, I. What brought you here in the first place? Did you just did did she follow me thinking that oh I bet you me and this guy are gonna be great friends and hang out all the time and he's gonna be the best friend for the rest of my life when she followed me I doubt it. Well, okay, so I I know we talked about this before and I can't remember if we talked about it just here in the room us talking or if it was uh, on our last podcast. But I, I think I told you about a guy that found me on a dating app and you know because it's got your social media connected on the dating app. And he started following me on Instagram. And he would, like, send me messages like, hey, what's it going to take for a girl like you to go out with me? And I was like, well, how old are you? And he's like, I'm 28 years old. I'm like, oh, well, you're way too young for me. And that, he, But he would still, every once in a while, you know, hit, you know, hit so me up. So he kept shooting his shot. He, he kept shooting. And it kept missing. Then I noticed, because wow. I have this app that tells you who unfollows you on, uh, uh, on your Instagram uh, he unfollowed me, and I was like, and I think I was like, oh, okay, well, whatever. Then he messaged me again at saying something. I said, well, you unfollowed me. Like, why? Well, I, I called him but out see, on But see, you doing that makes him think you are interested. No, and I just called him out on like, hey, well, you unfollowed me. Like, why are you even talking to me? Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, well, I unfollowed you because... Um, I just didn't want to see your stuff, and I just thought, blah, blah, blah. like, he came up with some excuse, and 
I wasn't offended. I was just like, okay, well, that's your prerogative. Did you block him? No, I've never blocked him. I never See, I got to. blocked. And, and oh. Yeah. And, and, and because I unfollowed her, so she blocked me. Now, on everything, on every social media platform, which is fine. Like, again, it's really really okay. ticked her off somehow. Well, that's what I'm saying. She must have felt something, you know, for her to get that butthurt about it, you know, and – and at the end of the day, it is what it is. Like, I, I didn't mean it personal. I, I, I still have nothing against the girl. Well, what is it? Uh, this, uh, And I think you've said it to me before. Most of the time, somebody does something. It's not about you. It's about them. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so, absolutely. And, and maybe that's what it is, you know. Um, I know that I unfollowed her because I have a feeling she's going to end up getting a relationship within the next several months or so. Like, she can say she wasn't looking for that, but I, I feel like everyone is open to it. If you, If someone comes along and you fancy them, you're going to keep talking to them. And why would you want to watch the person that you're interested in go through a relationship? You don't. No. You know, and it's, not, and it's not and personal. And so, yeah, like, when that guy unfollowed me, and I was like, oh, okay. You know, because then I started dating the person I'm dating. Yeah, and, and, and he, he doesn't want to And I was that. like, um, I, I, think, I think what happened, oh, I remember him messaging me once, and I said, yeah, no, I've got a boyfriend now. And he's like, oh, can't you just, you know, break up with him and start dating me? And I was like, no, that's not how that works. I think that's and, an old Dominion song. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but, yeah, he doesn't follow me, and that's okay. I don't, you know, whatever. Yeah, and, is, and, and all that all that to say, out of my own personal experience, it showed me how, um, how vastly different the mindset is from people that have been raised and grown in an era where they only know life with social media. Yes. And because I know life without social media and – it, it, it's a, I do have two different worlds. Like, uh, social media is definitely the creative side of my personality. You know what I mean? Um, and it's exercised that way. Um, and then in real life, I might not be as advantageous. Like, sure. I'll talk to just about anybody, but I'm less likely to shoot my shot in person. I'm not afraid to walk up to a girl and talk to her, but generally speaking, I'm more hesitant offline to shoot a shot. Huh? Cause you know, online, I feel like, you know, you kind of have that veil of, you know that, that separation no not really but it's just kind of separation you know like yeah. you don't have to feel the rejection to your core because they're looking you in the eyes and giving you that look like who is this weirdo trying to well, talk to and me and then you know when you ask him in person you're putting him on the spot and i know for me i've had guys say say i did go on a date and they're like oh i had a really good time i want to do this again sometime and i'm like uh yeah sure and in my mind i'm like Damn it! Why'd you say that, Aaron? You don't even like him. You were bored the entire time. Oh, why'd you do that? And it's like then you, because they, I was put on the spot, and then, then I let so them down easy. Um, later on text. Well, all that brings us back to Christy Brinkley's ex-husband Peter Cook and his girlfriend, who I guarantee you they have a hard time understanding each other, especially if she's on Instagram. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say, I don't think he's looking to understand her. He's looking to stand under her. No. Well, yeah. Something, you know. Yeah, I um and I don't think she really wants to understand him. It's so, like, oh, do I get an allowance for uh shopping? Oh, okay, great. So he is sixty and she is twenty one. Twenty one. So what's that age difference? Forty thirty nine? Thirty nine years. Wow. Thirty nine. Thirty nine years. Th- that's too much for me. If I'm sixty and I'm pulling down a twenty one year old, then well, oh my goodness! You know, in your case, I'm gonna go ahead and say I'll allow it <laughs> uh, because you've been shot down so many times in your life. So uh, if you are if 60 and you me. find a 21 year old and she's willing to take you, Nick, well then, by golly, you deserve it. Oh well, thank you, Aaron. I, I appreciate <laughs> I'm it. Just kidding. No, but no. I, seriously, if I end up in that situation, if I'm still single at 60, then 
Oh, gosh. I hope that's not the case. I said that about 35. Well, I, I'm here I am. I don't yeah. even want to tell you how but, old but I am. But you've been in relationships. I, I've only had, like, one, two, maybe three, like, actual relationships in the last five or six years. Well, okay, in the last five or six. Well, I moved here in 2009. Single as the day is long. And I didn't, I didn't date somebody for mm, three or four years. Then didn't date somebody for another two years. And then I dated that jackass for about almost two. And so, yeah, I'm here 10 years. And I think I've dated three people in 10 years. Yeah. I, that's, yeah. And I, I don't feel like that's, I mean, that sounds about right, you know, because you got to give yourself a little bit of recovery. And you, I don't know how people can get in a serious relationship after serious relationship, like, you know, five serious relationships in four years or something. Like, I, 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 I just have to warm up a little more. But Ah, yeah. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. So we covered all our topics tonight? Yeah. That's all it? All of them. And then and, and, and then covered some, some topics. Yeah, other topics that we didn't talk about. Well, we appreciate everybody listening. And uh, if you uh, listened, please leave a comment, share it, message you know, me, message Aaron, say hello. Yeah, let us know what you think of our uh, – should we rename the show instead of Country Not Country to uh, Aaron and Nick – uh, random ramblings. <laughs> hey, that's actually pretty good. That could be our next podcast. Now. Yeah, there you go. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.